everyone, and welcome to the Conversations That Count podcast. This is your host, David Shaft, and today I come to you with a special message about why it's so important that we go out and we fail. Now, before I get into the message, I just want to remind you, make sure you follow, subscribe, give me five stars, give me a like, depending on what platform you're on, you know what to do, but show some love. So that way I can bring you more episodes, more content, and you can stay up to date with everything that's coming out. Now on to the message that probably has you wondering, what in the world is he talking about? So I want to repeat it to you one more time. I challenge you to go out there and I challenge every single one of us to fail. Now, I'm sure you're asking yourself again, why would he say that? Well, here's the good news. Failure is amazing. Failure is a blessing for the opportunity. Failure teaches us who we are. Now, for myself, when I failed, I learned the importance of success. Kind of is that same saying, right? You can't have light without dark. You can't have the dark without light. You wouldn't know the difference between the two if one didn't exist. Same thing goes with failure and success. Success just doesn't taste as sweet if you haven't failed. On top of that, failure is also a good lesson to teach us who we are. Failure teaches you how you accept success and failure. I know for myself growing up, learning to fail taught me that I hate to lose. I would get frustrated. I'd be upset. Even if it's as simple as losing to my little brother in a video game, it would frustrate the life out of me if I wasn't the best all the time. Now, I want to give you a statistic you're all probably familiar with. They say the best batters in the baseball league only hit the ball three out of 10 times. Hitting the ball three out of 10 times gets you in the Hall of Fame. Imagine that. That means you have to miss seven out of 10 times. Some of the highest paid athletes in the world only win three out of 10 of the times that they take a swing. To live that way, that means you have to be extremely open to failure. Most of your career is failing and it will make you one of the most successful individuals in your entire sport. Well, that means you have to fail most of the time. Only a third of the time are you actually hitting the ball. Now, I'm sure you can imagine me as a person who hates to lose was not always the most fun person to speak to, especially when in life, we're going to lose more often than we win. Now, catch me when I was winning, and you're going to catch the happiest person and the most fun person to talk to, maybe on the face of the earth. Catch me after I had lost you're probably going to find the exact opposite because I don't want to talk. I'm too worried about how I failed and about how I lost, which is why I had to learn that was no way to live. I needed to treat my failure just like my successes. I needed to treat it as an opportunity to learn. I lost because something was lacking. Either preparation was lacking. Maybe I wasn't specific enough in my goal. Maybe I didn't practice hard enough. 
Maybe I just hadn't worked hard enough. Maybe I didn't try hard enough. Maybe I didn't give it my all. Any number of reasons. There was a reason for my failure. And once I figured that out and I learned instead of getting upset to just think, okay, I failed. Why was that? To take my own feedback, learn why I failed, and then come back even better, built, successful, because I took the failure as a learning tool. Because here's the secret. You never truly fail until you stop, until you stop trying, until you give up. That's when you truly fail. It taught me and forced me to forge a better person. And here's the good news, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 10 years old, 12 years old, 15, it doesn't matter. You're always going to be forging who you are. You're not done. So all the failure is, is just making you sharper, just making you better. It's building you up. Now it can do the opposite. If you let it, if you give up, if you allow failure to make you stop and quit, it will not make you a better person because you're not willing to do what it takes. So at the end of the day, failure is the best gift to any of us. On top of that, I want to paint you a picture. I want to tell you a story. Somewhere out there right now could be your neighbor, could be a friend, could be a family member. Somewhere out there right now, there's someone who's done everything right in life that you're supposed to do. They followed the playbook. They followed the book of life down to the T. They did good in school. They did good in high school. They went to college, got an education. They got married. They had kids. They go to work. They got a good nine to five out of college. They go to work at nine. They get home at five. They watch TV, they crack open a beer, maybe turn on Netflix, whatever it is. They eat, they go to sleep, and they wake up and they do the exact same cycle every single day, over and over again. They don't have really any hobbies. They don't have anything outside of what they're supposed to be doing, what's expected of them. Maybe they go to church every Sunday, Saturday the mosque, whatever you believe in, maybe that's where they go, right? But they're doing everything cookie cutter, exactly how it's supposed to be done as told to us, right? They haven't really tried though. They haven't actually failed. And the thing is, these people aren't always the most fun to talk to. There's a lot of people living this way. Maybe some of us listening to this podcast, maybe we're living this way and it's super common. And it's nothing to feel bad about. It's okay. We did what we we're supposed to do. We did what we were told. And you were told that would bring you a happy life, bring you success. Maybe it did. Maybe it did make some of us happy. I can almost guarantee, though, a lot of us aren't. Now, that story I told you, suffice it to say, that's not my story. I actually heard that story from a good colleague of mine who was willing to open up and share it amazing human being, someone you would never guess ever lived that way. One of the most interesting, funny, story-filled person. He has a great story for every situation, anything that can happen in life. Always comes up with something clever, 
always keeps you enthralled in the next adventure, has an amazing family, amazing kids, a fantastic life, and makes you happier when you speak to them and brings joy to all those around them. Now, this person I'm talking about, they weren't always this person. They were the person of my previous story. And it wasn't until they lost it all, they got a divorce, and they had to start over again that they realized they had never actually did anything that gave them happiness. They didn't really go out there and fail. They weren't willing to try new things. And when they restarted in life, which it's okay because a lot of us need restarts in life. I know I've been there. When they restarted, they've now become one of the most exciting people you'll ever meet. With the greatest smile, who's extremely happy. And thank you, by the way, for giving me this story. Shout out to you if you're listening. I hope you are. I appreciate you and I'm grateful to you. Because hopefully, your message reaches even more people. And more people can learn from it. And I tell you their story. Because I want you to pay attention to the person they became after they failed. Right? It's a failure that a lot of people don't come back from. Because now, since they failed, they become one of the most interesting people on the planet. Who are fun to talk to. Who are relatable. Empathetic. Understanding. A great teacher and mentor to many. And it's only because they managed to fail. And they came back from it. And found out what it's like on the other side. Again, it goes back to you don't know what light is if you've never been in the dark. You don't know what dark is. You've never been in the light. You don't know what poor is if you've always had money. You don't know what having money's like if you've always been poor. All of it is two sides of a coin. I know for me and myself, I became more relatable just because I knew what it was like to grow up very poor to go through college poor. And then I found out what it's like to not be poor. And it's made me more relatable, more understanding. And it's made it okay for me to try things. For example, I golfed for the first time yesterday. Now, where I grew up, people I grew up around, be quite honest, we made fun of people who golfed. We didn't think it was a serious sport. So it was a big hurdle for me to go out there on the course and try it. And I love it. I found out that golf is actually one of the most exciting and fun sports you're ever going to ever play and see. Couldn't believe it, right? And some of you are still probably like, no, golf is not fun. It's not fun to watch. Well, I challenge you to go out there, right? Rent a set of golf clubs, go out on the course with someone who knows what they're doing. For me, I went out there with colleagues that I work with and they showed me what it's like. They explained the rules. We drove around in golf carts. We had fun. We laughed. And I failed all day. I would miss the ball constantly. I wouldn't hit the ball very far. I would constantly miss the hole. Nonstop, I was making mistakes all day. And we would laugh and we would joke. And it made it more fun. As they didn't, they would usually hit the ball pretty well. And they would usually get it to go where they wanted it to go. And that's okay too. Because funny enough, they've already done what I've done a million times. They've already failed over and over and over again. 
The difference is they've gone through that period. And now that they failed and they kept trying, they become very good and very skilled. It took them going out there and failing. Now, failure taught me, on the other hand, I need to go get some golf lessons. And I'm going to have to fail a lot more, miss the ball a lot more, and get more experience to get better. And it was funny because something they would repeat to me over and over again is just make contact. Your first day, if you can just hit the ball, celebrate. And we would every time I would manage to hit the ball. If I could hit the ball more often than missing, how far it went, where it went, didn't really matter much. What mattered is that I hit the ball and that I kept trying. I didn't give up. I didn't stop. For 18 holes, I went over and over and over again, just trying to hit the ball. Now, they, on the other hand, they wanted the ball to go a certain distance, to go to a certain place, go in a certain direction. And it's because They've been doing it long enough to know what it's like to fail. And they've connected with the ball enough times to where they need to do more than connect. But they had to fail first. Now that experience is going to allow me to have better conversations in the future. When I speak to someone who's an avid golfer, I'll understand the rules. I'll know what they're talking about. We'll be able to laugh about how we both failed at it. Perhaps how I'm still failing at it, but I'm still trying. <laughs> and we'll both laugh about it. And again, just like my friend who I spoke about earlier, these failures make us more interesting people. A reminder of why we all listen to this podcast is so we can have conversations that count. It's so we can speak to people on a higher level, more clearly. We can have more fun in our conversations. The only way to do that is to become more of a full person to continue forging who you are. And as you forge who you are, you become sharper. Your conversation become more interesting. You become more relatable. You become a better teacher and mentor. People only want to hear me and listen to me because I failed in more ways than I can count. <laughs> Maybe you can too, who knows? At the end of the day, that's what makes us interesting people is we go out there and fail. It's what makes us good teachers. Because we've gone out there and failed. And here's the good news. Our failures can teach someone else. That story my friend gave, it can teach other people that it's okay to get outside of the box, that the answer always isn't in the cookie cutter approach. That just because someone else tells you it's what's going to make you happy, doesn't mean it's going to make you happy. And because of that, even if a couple of people who heard him tell his story relate to it and say, wow, you know, I almost made a huge mistake. I almost gave up and I almost decided that I was going to continue in the same cycle of my life over and over again. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and quit your job, to leave your family, right? Please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. What I am saying is go out there and try new things. If you never golfed and you think golf is crazy, go out there and try golfing. If you've never gone to the gym, maybe try going to the gym. If you're thinking about a career change, maybe look at what career you'd like to go into. Take the risk. Here's the tough part. A lot of people think living with failure, living with making a mistake is tough. The toughest parts of my life have been living with the regret of not trying what I'd like to try, not doing the things I'd like to do. 
Now, as an example, I know I talked about this on previous episodes. I was in a car accident. And it stopped everything in my life. It stopped where I was in my career, put a pause on everything. And I had to not do anything for about six months as I healed, recovered, went to physical therapy. And it made me realize that sometimes it's what we haven't done that we regret. And all I, had to, all I could do was sit there and think, sit with my thoughts. And it made me realize I regretted not having more relationships not meeting more people, not trying more things, not experiencing more, not being in better shape, not smiling more, not laughing more. I started realizing there were all these things I would like to do that I haven't been doing. Now, here's the tough part. Just like me, just like my friend, because we didn't make the decision to go out in life and try to fail and try new things, Life made that decision for us. For him, it was a divorce that changed his life where he lost everything and had to begin again. For me, it was realizing that everything can be taken away from you in a moment if you don't make the decision to experience life. And all you be done is living with regrets. An amazing man, Denzel Washington, tells an amazing story in one of his speeches that stick with me today. And he talks about at the end of our days, right? And we're God willing, we make it there when we're old on our deathbed. He tells a story of all of our hopes and dreams coming to life in the form of ghosts standing around your bedside. And they stand there over you. And all they do is they ask, why? Why didn't you bring me to life? Why did I never become real? Why did you decide I wasn't worth it? Now I'm paraphrasing, but this is what I got out of it. Those dreams, those things we'd like to experience, the people we could have become, the things we could have done, at the end of our days, they'll be the things standing around us. They'll be the experiences we never actually got, the people we could have become, the people we could have been forged into had we tried. And those, whether they're ghosts, whether they're thoughts, memories, I, I can't say. They will be there, though. And my goal of life, especially after that car accident, is that when I reach those days, again, God willing, at a very, very, very old age, that there's nothing standing there except the people I love and the relationships I built. My goal is that the only thing standing around my bedside and that everything that I could have become, I did. Everything I could have seen, I saw. Everyone I should have met, I've met. And along the way, I've laughed, I've failed, I've won, I've cried. Any number of things, however you want to describe it. My goal is, and my goal for everyone listening, is that you become that person. And what will be nice is, again, because we're here to have conversations that count. These failures will allow you to become a person worth having conversations with. We've all been there. We've all spoken to the person that shows up every single day, worked the nine to five, went home, and they did it over and over again. I was that person. Wasn't that long ago, I was that guy. 
who showed up to work, did great work, left work, and thought about nothing but work. And that doesn't mean don't think about being successful. That needs to be at the forefront of our minds because that also makes us more interesting people. It does mean, though, do things that you're okay with failing at, and it will lead to success as well. When you fail and you try new things, you learn that there's more opportunity out here and you can shake a stick at, as my great grandma would say. First thing is, though, you have to go out there and you have to fail first and not do well. So I challenge every single one of us to go out there, try some things you've never done, meet some people you've never met. Here's the funny thing. Most people in the world aren't willing to try new things. And because of that, what happens is they never do. So be that person they meet somewhere along the road. Maybe you do that new thing with them. Maybe that allows you to build a new connection to communicate because we all want to go out there and try new things. So as you meet people, invite them to the new things, right? Invite someone you've never met. You want to have a conversation that counts, a relationship that lasts forever? Show someone what the world is like. They'll never forget it. They'll think more of you than you might even think of yourself. And sooner enough, you'll fall in love with failing because you start failing forward. Even the failures allow you to take a step in a new direction to become a better person. Now, if you listened, which I hope you did, to an episode last week where I interviewed Ken, something he talked about and we talked about together is why you should go out there and fail. He even mentions himself that it was only when he went out there and tried new things, failed, started his business, had new opportunities, that he learned so much and it made him more successful. And it allows him to teach other people about how he failed. So they don't got to make the same mistakes. Failure allows us to be lessons to other people and to ourselves. So we're out there, learn. After listening to this podcast episode, go out there and do something. Anything you wanted to do, try something. Do something new. Go out, take dance classes. Go out there, play golf. Play a sport. Go meet someone new. Go on a new date, whatever it is. I want you to go out there and fail. And I guarantee you, your life will be better for it. So thank you again for listening to this episode. Just as a reminder, subscribe, follow, like, give me five stars. That way, more people want to check this out. You want to check this out. And you can because you'll be reminded every single week that we come out with a new episode every Wednesday. So again, this is David Schaff from the Conversations That Count podcast. I appreciate everyone for listening. So go out there now, win, have some fun, and most importantly, be willing to fail and fail forward. Thank you all. Have an amazing day.